Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and today we're talking about how to re-energize your homeschooling, how to deal with attitude and character issues, and how to motivate your teens. This is going to be another great episode. We also want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for all their support of the Smiling Homeschooler. They're an amazing math curriculum. We've used them for years, and we believe your family will really enjoy it. So go check out a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Lastly, thank you to Homeschooling Today Magazine for their support. They're an amazing source for regular homeschooling encouragement. And if you aren't already, you should go subscribe to their magazine over at homeschoolingtoday.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Well, I'm barely ready. Uh, I would think I should be like more alert since we just had a daylight savings time switch yesterday. And it's really like, this is the eight o'clock, but I'm like tired um, just a few minutes ago. Uh, my wife said, Ben's call or Ben's texting. And I'm like, why is he texting? And she's like, he wants to know if he's getting on. You're getting, when you're getting on. And I'm like, getting on what? (laughs) Oh yeah. So, um, I'm a little tired. So maybe we can keep it a little shorter tonight. Definitely. Uh, it's crazy though. Normally like, you know, I, I didn't even think about the time change before it happened one second. So we woke up Renly, I was like laying there. And I, she, I opened my eyes because I felt something, and she was, I mean, less than an inch away from my face, <laughs> staring, smiling at my face. And I jumped so hard and woke Rissa up, and Rissa's like, it's 8 o'clock already. And then I go into her room, and it, their alarm said 7. So I was like, well, I guess the time change happened. So I think it must be the waking up earlier maybe. I don't know. But it, it also makes the evenings go so fast. Like I feel like 8 o'clock has come around really fast the last few days because of it. But I don't know. I don't like it, but we can complain about it every year and it doesn't go away. So I know it. I know but, it. I so know it. we but thought it last is nice to have some sunlight in the. Oh evening. yeah, it is. It is great, and it's actually been sunny the last couple of days, which is nice. So, yeah. um, but last week we had so many good responses to you know listener questions, kind of what's on their mind, how to deal with certain things. Uh, we answered a good handful, but we thought it'd be good just to go back and answer a couple more since uh, we didn't get through them all. So I picked out a few, maybe like four or so. So maybe we'll do a couple and then we'll uh, do the couple after the, the ad break here. But uh, dad, one of these here says, let me pick one. Uh, all right. Uh, Johanna said, uh, speaking of sense, I taught my daughter about pennies, nickels, and dimes yesterday, which is fun. Uh, this is my first year homeschooling and character development on both our ends has been the issue. I pray for all of us to be patient and loving daily. My five-year-old daughter acts like a teenager yelling at everyone and bossing daily. She acts like me, which I get so confused about because I'm the mom and need to have the mom voice to be listened to. Um, I mean, this is definitely a challenge. I know probably every parent ever has experienced to some extent. Um, I know we are dealing with it as, uh, you know, we have a six-year-old daughter. Uh, what would you say to this mom and kind of, you know, that that initial, uh, I mean, it never ends, the character development and working on that, but what would you say to her? Well, you know, I mean, it's like everything. Uh, uh, this is what homeschooling is all about. You know, th- these are the important lessons. Um you know, and sometimes I think we avoid these lessons when we put our kids in school because they don't have to learn these things or, you know, we can kind of tolerate it in the evening because we're just watching TV or whatever we're doing. Um, but when it's the daily thing, and I think um, I assume she's a firstborn child, um, which sometimes goes hand in hand 
uh, or at least firstborn daughter. I think it's who they are. You know, they're going to be the ones who are moms later on, and they're going to be telling their kids what to do. Um, but you know, the thing about it, like you, uh, maybe you said it better, maybe you said it for her. Um, you know, these are the the. This is a continual lesson. It starts at birth, and and it's just every day. So don't get overwhelmed and think, oh, you know, you've kind of blown it as mom or your daughter's doomed to act this way for she's only five or six. It doesn't you know, you're you're just starting these lessons. These are lessons that you're going to have to talk about really maybe forever. Uh, and then when you're done teaching them, uh, she may have to learn some of those lessons on her own later, you know, um, because I'm going to I'm I'm guessing, you know, some of the things that. Uh, I took Ben into the bathroom when he was a little boy and we talked about we didn't we didn't hammer all that out of him. You know, he didn't like deal with all of that um, because he still has those things that are that you struggle with early on. Sometimes are the things that they we struggle with forever. So if I'm a kid who doesn't have very much self-control, sometimes I grow up to it to be an adult who still has to work on self-control. And that's OK. Um, so. But I would do that. I would make sure that your daughter knows that you're in charge. Um, I would thank her like, oh, you're going to make a great mom one day because you're going to be the one, you know, you're get your. But this is here's your kingdom. Your kingdom is small. So you're in charge when I'm not there or you're in charge over this section. Um, but mom's in charge of all these things. Yeah, no, that's great. And I mean, I think um Obviously, I have not gotten to the other side yet of all of that, but I think something that I remember is just that it may not feel as fruitful right at the moment, kind of like homeschooling in general, you know, because it is all the same, you know, as we've said many times. But, you know, even though we had those arguments and we had the drama and I'd scream and yell and all that stuff, uh, I think long term, as long as you, you have that relationship um, I think as mom and dad have seen that the rest, you know, if they work on those things, do the best they can, I think God re- will work there. And most of their kids, you know, I won't name names, but have turned out pretty, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but you know, they, they, <laughs> they've been fine. And, and again, yeah, those struggles are still there, but you know, the relationships there, the character is there, maybe not perfection. Cause that's not reality. That's not going to happen. So, no. um, I mean, I, I had one I of those conversations sticking at it this morning, this this morning or maybe right after lunch i mean my son sat over in that chair right over there and we talked through something that we've talked through before and i'm gonna get and i told him i said you know you have so many great qualities this may be one of your great qualities but it's also going to be one of those things you're going to struggle with and so you know and we talked about it we talked about what god wants and and he gets it i mean we all kind of get it even your five-year-old will get it you know they'll kind of go oh yeah i know mom and then when it comes they do it again um and then so we do we parent again a little here a little there you know line upon line precept upon precept we just keep building we just keep plugging away and i think you know we're kind of okay with that if we can just not be frustrated by again that they're not acting like an a grown an adult not because at five i mean really you're not using all you don't have all your tools yet yeah um, you know all those things that that we want of them but but start on it now that's uh i literally read i was reading in uh corinthians um 
It was like, you know, it says something about, it says, brothers, do not be a, a children in your thinking, uh, be infants and in evil, but uh, your thinking be mature. I mean, it's literally saying, you know, like a child does not have, you know, is not going to be wise in their thinking. They aren't, they don't know yet. And that's, that's, it's easy yeah. to forget that though, especially, you know, when you're trying, but you're failing too. And you just feel like you're just, everything is a mess. And that was when I got home today. It, it, you know, I mean, it's one of those days where it just feels like the kids are out of control and, uh, <laughs> yeah, just remember that everyone else is there too. Uh, and that those you think aren't yeah. may even be as well and probably are. So, um, and really see. that's why God gave your kids you, mm. you know, I mean, that's why they need teachers and why they need us. Uh, if they had, if God thought it was best, we, they could have come already done, you know, we could have just been born and then ready to go, but we're not, we need, uh, someone to guide us. Rachel here said, uh, how to re-energize the homeschool days without changing the curriculum, like how to change it up from in the day to day, how to navigate the balance of a quieter learner and a talkative one. This is one I think mom would be really great at answering, but, um, do you have any thoughts? And, and honestly, some of these we may save and re-ask them to her some, at some point when we right. can get her on, but, uh, well, I mean, really, this is, this is what I'm best at. Um, I'm best at doing things differently so i have no problem saying today we're going to do something else i think i mentioned it last week last week um tell me if you can stop me if i did um we watched uh for school we watched part of um the making of the disney cruise line I think you the wish mentioned it but... you know but you don't remember so nobody else will remember it <laughs> Uh, you know, well, I've talked um, to you about it about or, six times over the last week and a half. So <laughs> that's true. Or you know, or you j do something else. You play a game. Uh, right now, my wife and at least one of my kids are liking Boggle. Um, I am terrible at Boggle. Boggle is this it. game where you have to see how you have. I think nine or twelve. I don't know how many. Four and four, sixteen dice, and you try to pick out words or. 15 dice, 25 dice. I don't know. You can no. see where the challenge comes in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I just can't do it. I can't, unless it says CAT in a row yeah. facing me, I cannot do it. I just remember playing our cousins and Kristen, who was probably nine at the time. She's just like, Oh, Andromeda. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or something exactly. like that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Boggle is like one of those games where it's like, you feel nothing except stupid compared to the person winning. Like, cause it's, it's not like, you know, monopoly where there's randomness involved. It's just like, this person is best at you and you are dumb comparatively. Uh, I know That's what it feels like. like Jed, Jed's a competitor. Uh, yeah. So he names every three letter combination you can think of. Yeah. Um, and I bet you 50% of his words are not even real words, you know, <laughs> just like, <laughs> well, yeah. And he's yeah. like, W-E-P. That's not a word, Jed. You used it last time, too. He didn't care. But his his uh, his strategy works <laughs> because he gets a lot of points because he, comes, he stumbles across these words. So he had – I walked up there just a little bit ago, and they had the word um, root, R-U-T-E. And mom's looking at it on her phone, and, it, and it's some kind of real word. I'm like – 
you can't count a word that you don't even know what it is. And they're like, yes, you can. And so, uh, but uh, but they're using it as school. They'll do that. Like I, I saw they added upstairs today. So they must have played it during school. I think those are the kind of things that are perfect. You know, or if you're just going to do, you're going to bake something. You're going to make cookies today. You know, you don't have to worry about them. I mean, I, I know homeschoolers are all like, well, we count the measurements as math. I don't care what you count it as. Just if you want to, go ahead. But you can count it as school. They do it in school, you know, where they all go on a little field trip or they go out and play outside and they call it a field day. Um, you can do whatever you want and you can count it as school. And I would do it. Again, the thing I wouldn't do, I wouldn't say, hey, everybody, we're going to go. You can do whatever you want. Go play video games or watch TV. That doesn't count as school. But if you want to go, hey, we're going to play the Wii together as a family. You know, the ones where you do the uh, baseball or bowling or golf. I think that is. Huh? So we played the bowling tonight, actually. Very seriously. Yeah, seriously. Uh, I only lost uh, Beater by eight points. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I, I only missed like one frame not getting a spare strike, but she did too. So, yeah. Anyways, continue. a record probably somewhere. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. Uh-huh. We're back farming, it. I carve it into the side of the. Yeah. Sharpie on the side of the achievement. week. But I think that is, that is school. So that's what I would do. I would just break it up. I would do, you know, those kind of fun things. I would look on, uh, you know, there's some really, there's a cool website. I think it's called National Days uh, or something like that. It has a national day for every day. So you'd be surprised how many fun national days there are. Like it might be ice cream day. So you do ice cream for lunch or it's donut day. You go get donuts or my wife likes to make donuts, real simple ones out of Bisquicks and uh, you know, fries them real quick in a little skillet and puts powdered sugar on them uh, or or whatever the day might be. And I would break it up that way. Again, I would take the school part and I would make it small because I think when it gets too long, it's too exhausting for everybody. I mean, everybody just gets tired of it. Yeah, definitely. I think that's great advice. Um, real quick here, let's just say thank you to Teaching Textbooks. Uh, you know, they are a curriculum, which, you know, as we were saying here, you don't have to necessarily, There, you know, re-energizing doesn't mean just doing the curriculum in a different way. You know, it may be taking a break from it for a little bit, but uh, Teaching Textbooks is the math curriculum our family's used for since I was a uh, junior in high school, so, you know, over 10 years now. Uh, we've recommended them to thousands of homeschoolers because they're the math curriculum that we believe helps more homeschoolers smile. Uh, it's fun. It's engaging. They have uh, almost every age age and grade. Um, it's, it's very independent, so you can have your kid do it on their own if you want them to. Uh, and it works from any device that has an internet browser, so, you know, tablets, smartphones, um, you know, any computer. Uh, but you can go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com. We really appreciate all their support. They're an amazing company, and we uh, couldn't do this without them. And uh, like Ben said earlier, uh, we want to also thank Homeschooling Today magazine. Uh, not only did he get his magazine, but I got my, our magazine, and it is a, an amazing resource. I don't know why everyone doesn't get it. Uh, not only does it feel amazing in your hand, the pages are thick and glossy. Um, it's just a good feeling magazine. Um, but they have amazing writers like Dorinda Wilson, uh, you know, Steve Demi from 
uh, Matthew C. And uh, I think there's some others as UCs. Ashley Wiggers and Kay Chance, Connie Albers uh, on growing relationships. Jennifer Cabrera from Highfalutin uh, Homeschooling. I think the Highfalutin Homeschooler, I think. Um, lots of great authors with lots of great wisdom. And as I read it, really, it real it just encourages you to homeschool the way you believe you should homeschool. And it just encourages you to be free and to be brave. And uh, if you, again, need some encouragement, check out their magazine. You can check out their free digital version. But I'm telling you, you would be a wise homeschool mom to go and get their uh, subscribe to the regular in the mail print edition. All right. So here's a couple other fun ones. I think this one said, Brooke here said, if I don't finish my chronological history curriculum, do I start the next level next year or do I keep going where we left off? If I keep going, I feel like we will never make it through all the levels before my kids are grown. I would just quit homeschooling now because obviously you <laughs> have failed if you have not gotten through yeah. your chronological history. Man, you're um, the only but... one who's never done it. <laughs> uh, no, I mean. I Here's what I would do. I would move on. I would not worry about finishing it out. I would pick it back up. I would start a new thing next year. Um, I'm not even a huge fan, honestly, of chronological anything. I like the idea of taking your interest and figuring it out you know so you know like if you want to if you have a kid who likes cars just go get a book on cars and uh, and the history not of all cars but on the cars he likes if he likes baseball you know pick out his favorite baseball player and maybe he uses that as his to learn around to jump around history i think it's a sometimes i think it's a, a poor way to learn history and to teach history to just start in one area and then just tr right. plug through. I mean, Ben's a huge history guy, and I know you didn't start at the his, you know, the no. beginning of creation and work your way through. You you jump all over the place. Yeah, I mean, I get personally, I get bored if I just stick with one thing forever. Um, you know, but that being said, if you are enjoying it and they're enjoying it, you know, that's fine too. You don't have to make it all the way through all history. You're never going to be able to. There's literally unlimited amounts that you can learn and do. So, you know, if if you're enjoying it, then just do what you're enjoying as a group but or as a family. But if you aren't or you just feel like you're doing it only for purely the completion of it, then yeah, skip around, see if something is more interesting. Uh, there's so many fun different areas that you can cover. Uh, I mean, there's unknown periods of time, maybe even pick a period of time you've never even heard of anything about, you know, like the other day I was saying to dad, like I literally don't know if I've read a single paragraph about Warren G. Harding, one of our presidents. And he was a president, you know, like, and I've read hundreds of books and I've never read hardly anything about him, you know? So uh, it, I think it's totally fine to switch around and, and uh, don't feel bad because you didn't finish the curriculum. Again, no homeschooler almost ever has done it. I'm sure there are people out there. I'm related to some of them, but you know, <laughs> there's no need to. It's okay if you don't. Um, and I, I, I would even be stronger than, oh, I'd even be stronger than Ben in saying, you know, uh, sometimes you need to move on. You know, you get to the end of that. It's like, I, I, I knew pastors who would teach a sermon series for seven or eight years. 
And I'm like, they'd say, we're still in John after. And I'm like, are you a nut? Do you even know what you're because everybody needs to move on. They're ready to move on. A semester is a long time. A year is an eternity. So I would say move on. Say you finished it and just go to the next group. Yeah, uh, uh, Becca said, I think I may be a bit OCD. I have to finish the curriculum, but if we get behind, we'll throw the old stuff in our bedtime reading stack and jump into the new for the new school year. Becca, you are OCD. <laughs> you need <Yeah>. help. <laughs> uh, yeah, we very rarely yes, not There's nothing like reading about the Prussians right before you go to bed. That's right. <laughs> or some medieval torture methods. That's always fun. That's one of mine, my favorites. Oh, um, man. Uh, let's see here. So quite a few. We already talked about it a little bit, but kind of motivating teenagers who don't feel like it matters or, um, you know, are kind of pushing back on some of that. I mean, you have teenagers right now. Uh Again, we've, we've already talked about this a little bit this week, but a lot of people mentioned that, you know, it's kind of that older age, uh, I would say like 14 or 13 and older. Um, what have you found has been best motivators, how to get through, uh, if you can? <laughs> Someone well, said, or do I just thing. keep, or, or so I thought this was a good extra bit amount of, uh, said, how do you get them to do, want to do things or do you just always force it and hope they change even as a senior? Um, some things you force, you know, because again, and we've talked about this. There are some things that everybody needs to know. Everybody needs to know how to read. Everybody needs to know how to do basic math. You know, there are some things that you cannot force. Uh, you know, I think the reason that they start to think what's the point is because there is no point. Nobody can identify it. Nobody can explain it to them because, you know, my, my son knows everything there is to know about the tennis shoe. Uh, right now, you know, because he's decided it's important to him. And so I would use those things. I would switch it up again. If they're not finding a certain thing, especially as a teenager, upper teenager, um, again, I'm not saying about math, but maybe it's parts of math. If you can't figure out why he need, if he can't figure out why he needs it, you can't explain why he needs it, then I wouldn't do it. Um, if, if, the, if the answer is, well, if you're going to ever go to college, you're going to need this, then I would say, do you want to go to college? And if he says, yeah, I'd say then you're going to have to plug away and do it. I'm not going to make you sit every single day. Um, but I know that for lots of subjects, and even with Ben, you know, there were things that he he wasn't really excited about, but then he needed some of those things, and he rose to the occasion, uh, and he had to write amazing things. He had to write certain things, and he is amazing, really. Um, because he needed it. So I wouldn't worry about it. I would just plug away at the things they need to know, do. I would not torture your teenager. You know, I know some parents who are like, well, they didn't get it done on Friday, so they have to do it on Saturday or Sunday, and they can't go on, you know, vacation because they have to. I, I don't think I'd do that. I wouldn't punish my kids with learning because it's not even learning. Uh, it's really punishing them with fake learning, and uh, they will not learn to love learning they will learn to hate it mm -hmm. 
Yeah, no, I think that's a critical time and just don't give up on them, you know, mm-hmm. especially as teenagers, you think you know everything and, you know, everyone hates you or whatever. I mean, it's just, I mean, literally my mom texted me last night about a kid saying, you don't support me in anything, you know, and it's like absolute baloney, you know, but you just say things and uh, you just at least I did as well, but you know, sticking with me, uh, if I, they were okay. And I've seen my parents do it is, you know, if there is something where it's their last year and Hey, they've done all the math, they're not going to just make them do an extra math, you know, you know, calculus, whatever, just because, or trigonometry, just because we need to fill this last time with something, you know, if it's pointless, it's pointless. There is no, there's no award for doing extra just because you feel like you should, you know, so, um, do what makes sense. And, and, and I, I really appreciated that. Um, something a couple of people mentioned too, was testing is, you know, their kids are terrified of text testing, but want to go to college. Um, you know, like, what do I do if my, you know, I, I, someone mentioned a couple of weeks ago, like, well, I want to test because I don't want them to, you know, if we don't test, how will they be able to do anything in college or anything like that? Um, and I thought that was interesting because she she said she was terrified, you know, of testing and ended up freezing up and stuff like that. Had to um, take tests on her own in a separate room, but she went to public school, so I'm not really sure, you know, uh, why there was that fear of like homeschooling would would lead to that. But you know, I get that. My my wife, uh, she also you know kind of has that, but. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I can't speak. Everyone does handles things differently, but uh, something that really helped me because I didn't do any tests growing up my whole life, basically, until yeah, maybe my my driver's you know uh, learning permit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone said in here, she's like, "Oh, my son, you know, had to take uh, the twenty questions. He failed it two times before he passed it." Nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's what happened to one of my siblings, nope. you know, but he thought he didn't need it and was like, whatever, and kind of, you know, kind of didn't do great right at the beginning. And, you know, it motivated him and, and helped him there. But uh, something that did help me is there are definitely, if they do think they are going to be doing something that will require a lot of testing, I did uh, do some practice tests with some stuff when it came to towards the end of like, senior when I was a senior. Um, and I thought that personally was helpful. So like I clepped out of things, uh, which is like you take a test to get the credits for those college credits and there's practice tests you can do and just kind of getting used to doing a few of those over the course of some weeks. And I don't mean like at the age of 14, start them on the SAT. Like that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying like, if they feel motivated, they know what they're wanting to do. Maybe, uh, there are options if they just feel like really nervous about that that have no stakes and maybe just get them used to putting stuff down. Uh, uh, but again, I don't know if there's a one size fits all, but that's my initial thought. Anything you want to add to it? I just wouldn't sweat it. I mean, like Ben said, he never took tests and but he yep. did great on club tests. So, I mean, he figured out when they said true or false, he's didn't like, what do you mean by that? I don't know what they mean by that. Fill in a blank. I don't know how to fill in a blank. You know, I mean, it's not that hard. But some people don't do good in tests. Um, you know, I did mention this last week. My wife and I, you know, she wanted me to take this little survey test. And and she thought she'd blow me out of the water. And I only did like two points less than her. And, uh, and I told her, I said, that's because it doesn't measure anything, honey. And she goes, oh, it did. It measures because I knew all that. And I said, yeah, but I didn't. And I did just as well as you did, you know. And so it's not a measure. 
I just know how I can I can pick out the right answer or the closer to the right answer, and I win most of the time. And so, uh, you know, some of your kids can't do that, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, and part of it, I mean, might also just be kind of what's the fear there? You know, is the fear of being wrong? Is it the fear of you know pressure? You know, I don't know. There's a lot of different things that could be involved in that. But, but I, I do think there's a lie. Mm-hmm. that um you know that they say well if your kids don't know how to take tests yep. they won't be able to do well in life and i'm like that's not true you know they used to say that about me when i went to regular school public school and they'd say well they're not going to spoon feed you in college and i'm like yeah because college was you get to play the whole time you know uh so uh i just think there are those, so many of those things yeah. that are said that are just not true which i just saw that one of the ivy leagues just dropped the sat requirements uh for entry. I can't remember which one it was. It was like Stanford or one of the other mm-hmm. ones, but I just thought that was interesting. But yeah, anyways, a lot of murder in that. Yeah, for sure. They'll go that direction. All right. Well, I think that's a good place to call, uh, end. You want to bring it to a close and we'll call it a night. Yeah. Like I'm just done. So uh, <laughs> I'll just say have a great week. Um, you know, I said at the very end, don't, you don't need to worry about it. You know, there are so many things that you moms don't need to worry about, but you worry about so much. You know, don't let all that worry get in the way of missing what really matters. Um, Tomorrow, you know, maybe play Boggle or pick out one of those games that your kids that feels like a learning game or you're writing things down game. And, you know, if you and it doesn't have to fit your schedule, you just say, hey, this morning. We're not going to do regular school. We're going to play some games. And then you don't have to make up your old school. You just count it as you did school that day. Um, And you don't need to worry about it. And I'm going to guess it's going to make you. It's going to make your kids. It's going to make all of you smile. Thanks for joining us. If you need more homeschooling encouragement, head on over to our website, thesmilinghomeschooler.com, and pick up Lies Homeschooling Moms Believe. This is a book that's sure to make you smile. Thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. We couldn't do this without them. We really appreciate their support. And go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week. And as always, don't forget to smile.